Hey guys, sit back, grab some corn nuts, and come and chat with us. <laughs> I like the nacho ones. Sit back, grab some snacks, and relax. Listen to our episode of Different Christian Upbringings. Hey guys, what's up? Hey guys. So, today's topic is about uh, growing up in the faith versus not not growing up in the faith. <laughs> and coming and, to it later. Uh, Riley and I have very different upbringings. He was raised as a believer and I was not. Mm-hmm. I mean, I went to church as a kid, but it wasn't like a Christian biblical church. And I wasn't raised like... Christian or religious and it's just two very different experiences I feel like it has shaped me to be who I am today it just shapes you differently it, if, the way you're raised because when you're little you basically soak up everything that's around you mm-hmm. our friends Reagan and Chloe had this to say about it and then I'll cut to them okay I'll cut to them later though be like a cool transition. Okay. <laughs> the other topic that's the serious topic. The serious oh, the serious, topic? Topic. Yeah, the serious I've topic. told you like ten times, babe. It's, Cinnamon socks? It? it was like, um, oh, that's too far like growing up Christian. No, it was like growing up Christian versus joining the church like later. Yeah. Yes, like later. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> oh my god. So I'm sure all of our childhoods was very different in many ways. Yes. Yes. I grew up in a house with not very many rules. <laughs> More of like doing whatever the heck I wanted to. <laughs> Which is not good, actually. Amazing. What about you guys? I mean, still am a child, technically, but... (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Um, So I'm I'm chilling at home right now, but, um... Yeah, I... We didn't, like, when I was young, young, we didn't have, like, we were in a Christian household or anything, but like, then I kind of was like, "Hey, let's let's go to this church thing," because all my friends went to church, and I was like, "I want to be like my friend." So nice. You know, it's so, funny. Me, I thought I had, you. Like, no choice. I thought y'all were like sisters. <laughs> no. She asked me, no. "They're sisters, well, right?" I and I said, were, "No." I thought... And she said, "Oh, they must be cousins then." No. no but like, why are you guys like a duo? You're like the same well, person. That's what I'm saying. Is we just all work together. I've known Riley since birth because of like church. I've known him like my whole life. Chloe, I met a youth group like three or four years ago, and then we all know each other because we all work together. Yeah. So that's that's that. Hashtag real. No. I still think you're sisters. <laughs> you're lying. <laughs> Somebody yeah. was adopted and they weren't told. <laughs> what? It was me. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> the straight up like, yeah, it was me. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
Y'all are crazy. Highly concerning. Okay. Okay. So. Topic. Topic. <laughs> I grew up in a very strict household, and I could do nothing. Yeah, very sheltered, very Baptist. <laughs> <laughs> very Baptist. What about you, Reagan? I know the story, but the nine listeners that listen to us don't, so please, <laughs> the nine please share. <laughs> I pretty much had no choice because church in the womb. (laughs) I've just been going to church my whole life. Like, my whole family's Christian. Um, And I grew up in a Christian school, obviously Christian church, and pretty much watching Veggie Tales. So I kind of had no choice. (laughs) Veggie Tales automatically means you're a Baptist, man. Oh my gosh. They use use the King James Version Bible. Cherry on top is that my family has a like a gospel a southern gospel singing group and yeah. so there's also that because i can't i can't escape it it's just there it's just there it's man the you're gonna be next you're gonna join next no i will never join <laughs> no just no you're gonna be a, <laughs> a southern baptist gospel singer no i will not, not i don't like I don't like attention. I don't like Southern. I don't like Baptist or gospel. (laughs) (laughs) All right, then. We've hit nerve number one. (laughs) All right. So basically, on the other hand, my family is very not Christian. It's very true. Very um, anti-Christian. I'm like... One of the odd ones out, basically, in my family. Um, other than my one um, Christian aunt. <laughs> I have one Christian aunt. And, um... It's better than no Christian aunt. No, true. <laughs> and that's what they had to say about it. That was pretty that's cool, right? That's what they had to say about it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, cool, right? that's all we got out of them. <laughs> <laughs> they just wanted to play a yak. They wanted to play yak libs. Lots that's of yak okay. libs. They didn't want to be serious. That's okay. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Those jokesters. Those jokesters. Those Gen Zers. Aren't we Gen Z? Yeah, we're Gen Z. <laughs> I feel like the way you raise your child is very important because they're. They're like a sponge with what they mm-hmm. absorb. And I like the verse in Proverbs 22.6. Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. So, if you're raised in the faith, you won't depart from it. Yeah. And especially if you make it your own faith, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah make it your own. It's your own relationship with God, your own friendship, your own family with God is not, you know, your parents' uh, relationship with God. It's not your yeah. friend's relationship with God. with God. It's yours. I mean, there's a difference between being raised strictly religious versus, like, having a true relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I think that you should be, like, a good example to your kids. And Yeah. 
be have that relationship yourself so that they will see that and they'll see that it's good and yeah. follow suit. Mm-hmm. We'll raise our kids that way. Um, and also having like a healthy, godly discipline for your kids. If your authority is God and you're underneath God's stewardship, mm. it's when your kids obey you, they're also obeying God. Mm-hmm. And it's like a, like when a, we loving, our a loving discipline. Like when we obey our parents, we're obeying God. Yeah. Yeah. Are Same you supposed to kids. obey your parents even if you, like, don't live with them? Honor. Honor them. Hmm. But it's different, though. You may not still live with them, but you'll but it's different honor them until then when, when yeah. you're a child, because you don't, well, you also don't you're not have dependent. to, like, do everything they tell you to do. Well, you're not dependent on them. Yeah, you're not dependent on them. When you're independent, you still honor them, but you don't. You know, you get your own opinion now. Right. I mean, if your mom says, come over here right now and do the dishes, <laughs> you don't even live with them. So that come doesn't over right make now. Any sense. So, specific. so it is different. I mean, it's still respect and honor, but it's in a different way. Mm-hmm. When you've left your, your parents, you go off on your own and make your own family and then have your own kids. Focus. 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 Uh, how would you say being, being raising, being raised up as a, in the faith? Like, how would you say that shaped you? Uh, it was my parents before it was my own. Yeah. See, that's and different, though. So my 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 opinion on it is, this isn't necessarily true, but my opinion on it is when you grow up in it, and you grow up in Christianity and having faith in Christ, and you get have it, that gift from the get-go, <laughs> a lot of people don't appreciate it as much as they should, because there's not... Yeah, there's no fire anymore. No, there's no... no. There, you don't feel like you were saved from much. Yeah, because you, you were already... Because you were already in there. You were already a good kid, and now you're a Christian. It's just another thing. As opposed to not growing up in it and coming to it later, you feel that, especially if you were into some heavy, evil stuff, and then God pulls you out of that. You feel that sense of being saved so much more... And but I think it's not any more than the kid who grew up in the faith. But everyone's testimony is special, regardless so of like special. what they've been through. And somebody's t- testimony might be, oh, they were crazy into drugs, into witchcraft, into all these things. Like yours, right? Like mine. And then someone else's testimony might be, oh, I was raised as a Christian, but came to the faith and true faith later. Like me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm using us as examples. Mm-hmm. Each t- each testimony has its own message and power, and God uses everyone in different ways. And that doesn't make it any less special. Because, honestly, you'd, it's al- you're almost better off to not have gone through those things. Mm-hmm. It's... You don't want to experience that. It, it changes your life. It, even if you're saved, like, you're never really the same. 
you. That's not necessarily a bad thing, though. In some <laughs> cases. I think it depends. It depends on the person. The person goes through what the All person right. needs to go through to come to Christ, right? There's a plan for everyone in a different one. There's a different plan for everyone, you know? So, yeah. I'm like, just saying, like, you... I wouldn't wish anyone to deal with those things. Oh, you know? no, of course not. I was just saying, more along the lines of, like, you know, some people just don't come across it. Like, with you, you didn't come across it or really believe in it until later. Until I had a big awakening experience. Yeah. And God showed himself. Yeah, but if, if you hadn't have gone through the stuff before, you might not have been led down the path to be safe. Yeah. I mean, every, everything happens in for a reason in God's timing and his will. Even if you're not a Christian? Yeah. Even if you're not a Christian, God has things happen. I mean, it's amazing because when you're in the process of God saving you, every little thing you... It's like a butterfly effect. Everything you experience, everyone you come across plays a part in your testimony. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think it's so important if you're... If you're being um, a fisher of men to others, mm-hmm. it's important that you pray. You pray, God, I want to be a vessel. I want to be a vessel of the Lord. Say say what you want me to say to this person. And pray that you would be a light in their testimony and you would plant a seed in their life. Because yeah. each thing, each experience is planting a different seed and Till it grows. Yeah. Yeah. And if one person doesn't listen, move on to the next person. And keep praying for them. But there's only so much we can do. Yeah. I know this is completely off topic, but... It's okay. (laughs) Uh, I'd say the way I grew up was very hard. Um... I don't think I would raise my kids the same way that I grew up, but I think it did shape me to who I am today. I mean, like I said, everything happens for a reason. God allows things to happen to shape you to who you are. And I was raised in a way of ungodly discipline. Like, there wasn't enough discipline. Um... But then sometimes there would be too much. Like, there wasn't a good balance of, like, healthy, godly, loving discipline. Mm-hmm. It was more of a trying to control me. But then, at the same time, there was no... Uh, there was no obedience to my parents and... Because I wasn't taught that you should do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was... I wasn't raised Christian, so I, I grew up believing that there is no God. That, And it led me to go into some bad things in my life. It, it led me to make bad decisions. There was no... blueprint of of what I should be following and what I should be doing Mm -hmm. I mean it 
because there was no fear of God taught to me, uh, it led me into some bad situations with, like, drugs and bad people and witchcraft and all these things that I wouldn't have done if I had been raised differently. I mean, there were times where there was, like, close calls with my life. I mean, I, I was in a car driving around with friends, like, on acid, and the person driving was on acid. Like, they could have crashed and we could have been killed. Stuff like that. Just bad situations that would have been avoided if I had known God. Because I would have known that there are things I should not be doing because he loves me. Because he cares about my life and he doesn't... He want God wants us to... God has certain rules in place for a reason. Mm-hmm. And we're not perfect. We screw up. But it's not this, this, this doctrine that you have to follow or else you're like just damned. It's more of a... I mean... You would be damned if it wasn't for Jesus dying on the cross because that erases it. But the the those things are in place because God doesn't want you to hurt others or yourself. I mean that's what sin is. Sin is hurting others and yourself. It's not about being a a good Christian or Or being good. It's not about being good. I mean, we don't live up to God's standard of good. That's why we need him. Yeah. What? <laughs> why are you looking at me? Like what? I don't know. She's loving. I love you. I love you too. Do you have anything to say on it? You always have good stuff to say. Oh, well, I let the Holy Spirit talk through me. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we should do when we record. That's why I need to be in a good headspace. Because I don't want, I want Satan talking to me. I want God talking to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think how you are raised is very important into shaping who you are today. Yeah. I mean, you can make your own decisions when you're when you're older and stuff like that and you can grow into who you are, but who you how you were raised plays a big part in who you are today. Even yeah. if you don't resonate with some of the things that you were told, it's you're still shaped by it. Yeah. Whether you like it or not, I mean, it still is influences how you are, unfortunately. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's so many lies I still believe because of what some things I've, I was told. I mean... You're told to to live for the world, to to bring back to this world and put more money back into it. And that's why you should work, because you should give back to the world. Make the world a better place. 
But it's just lies from Satan. That's not why, that's not godly work. Work is serving others. It is not about yourself. I mean, people say, what do you, what do you want to be when you grow up? It should be, what is God going to be? What is God's calling on your life? Because it's not about yourself. Right? And that's, if it is, if you make it about yourself, you end up in a job that you hate and you feel unfulfilled because God isn't in it. You put yourself first. You say, I want to be a fashion model, right? Because you decided that. That's what you wanted. But if you're truly... I mean, I'm not saying God can't call you to that. God can call you to absolutely anything. But I'm it's saying, okay to have your own wants, but they may not always line up with what God has for yeah. you. Yeah. And you have to be okay with that. Like, you might want yeah. to be a fashion model, and God might want you to be a fashion model, but God might also want you to be an engineer, or a missionary, or a professor, or something but else. But I that... feel like that's sometimes why when people end up in jobs they hate, because they, like... They're not listening. Yeah. Because they want to be listen. a fashion model, and God calls you to be a professor, and you go to be a fashion model anyway... But you absolutely right. hate it, and it was nothing like you wanted, and you end up with, and you would have ended up loving being a professor. You just don't know, because your will Isn't for your life is different from God's, and God just wants you to be happy and. God wants you. what's best for you. What's best for you, and you may not even see it at the time, but it and, is what's and, and best work, for you. And work, your job you have at work, the, the way that the world sees it is so screwed up. I mean, at work is to serve people. To be a, serve people, serve God. To be a servant. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I didn't think that I would be helping an older lady in a retirement home. Like that was not what I pictured at all. When people would ask me when I was little, "What do you want to be when you, when you grow up?" I I never would have said I want to take care of an older lady. But that that that. Bring, when you follow God's will for your life, that is where the true joy begins. Because you're not just serving yourself or the world or money. You're serving others and you're serving God. Mm-hmm. And it's more fulfilling. It f- fills the void in your soul more in the end. Yeah. It's more fulfilling that way. If you're just serving Satan in emptiness, that void in your soul will never leave. You won't ever feel fulfilled in the job you have. Or, And also, it comes with... you got to listen to God's calling on your life and not what other people have to say. Because mm-hmm. if other people... Other people think they know what's best for you. And they try to tell you, you should do this, you should do that, you should... Go to college. You should have this job. But they, they aren't God. You should not be listening to those to their voices. Because only God knows what is best for you. And when, when you 
cast away what other people care and tell you other people that tell you you're a failure and unworthy because you didn't do what they wanted you to do when you let that go they will see that you're different they will see that that you are they might be angry about it and not understand but deep down in their soul, they know that you're right. Mm-hmm. They know that there's a power in you because their desires for your life, it doesn't get to you anymore. What they want for you and you not following it and them thinking you're a failure, it doesn't, it doesn't affect you the same way as it used to because you know that you're doing exactly what God wants you to do and I'm not here to please people. I'm here to please God. Mm-hmm. Well, um, think, think of any verses or anything that we can... Yeah. Because yeah. is, is there, there any verses about, about um, like, pleasing God more than, like, like you should, should please God and not man? man? Yeah, you can, um... can do, um... You cannot serve God and man. Yeah, you cannot serve both God and money. Yeah, you can't serve God and man. You can't serve one, or you can't love both. You can only mm-hmm. love one and mm-hmm. hate the other, or hate one. And right, like you can't follow Satan and God. Yeah, you, you can't follow... follow the world and God. Um, For this is the will of God, that by doing good, you should put to silence the ignorance of foolish people. Live as people who are free, not using your freedom as a cup for up for evil, but living servants of God. Philippians two, twelve through thirteen. Or no, that's not Philippians. That's First uh, Peter two fifteen through sixteen. No, wait, wait. Jeremiah. That's Jeremiah. That's Psalms. That's First Peter. Yeah, First Peter two fifteen through sixteen. My bad. And he's talking about like just because you're. A Christian now doesn't mean you can go and sin and do whatever you want. You can't not you can't mm-hmm. say you love God and then start following Satan. That's not how that works. No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. And that goes with you you cannot once you're following God's will in your life, there will be many opposed to you. Because there are many that are opposed to God. And what they see, they don't see anything good. They don't see goodness. If they don't have God in their hearts, they, they don't see it as being good. They don't understand First it. John 2, 15-17 is, Do not love the world or the things of, in the world. Mm-hmm. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride of life, is not from the Father, but is from the world. The world is passing away, along with its desires. But whosoever does the will of God abides forever. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. should always do the will of God and not... It's, it's impossible to please man and God at the same time. You just can't. But I'd much rather please God. Because I know that when you, when you follow God, everything will work out good according to His will, and everything is will be good, and you're doing exactly what you should be doing. 
I mean, I, I know that God didn't want me to go to college. Yeah. And I tried that. I, I tried living for myself. I tried finding a job that I wanted. And, and nothing worked because what I wanted felt so empty and meaningless. There's no... There felt... I felt like there was no purpose in it because it's what I wanted. But at the same time, it wasn't even what I wanted. <laughs> it was only what I thought I wanted. Yeah. Because I was told that that's what I should want. Mm -hmm. And it made me believe that that is what I wanted. And the world wants to tell you that your reason for working and for having a job is to be a slave, a slave to making money and a slave to, like you're just stuck in that constant cycle of living paycheck, paycheck to paycheck. Or even if you're not, even if you have this amazing job and you're making a lot of money, like your purpose and your reason for working is not money. That is not what success is. I mean, if you are making good money and it's from God and blessed, then good for you. Because God can bless you with that. But if you're, if you're serving money, if your God is money, I mean, money in and of itself isn't bad. It's the way... You use it. It's the it's, heart of the... It's the heart of it. I mean, money is... You can be blessed with money and that's from God, right? But if All your heart, it, if your heart is bitter and deceitful and hardened because of it, and all blessings are from God, whether you're a believer or not. Yeah, it's just whether you acknowledge it's, that. It's wrong if your heart behind it is evil. Mm -hmm. If you, yeah. If your reason for working is solely money, there's something wrong. It's about serving people. Mm -hmm. Even those people that are Karens and yelling in your face about how much, how you made the burger wrong or your trash. <laughs> You're loving them. Just yeah. love them. Yeah. Don't get angry back. You're still serving them despite them being like that. As hard as it is. <laughs> I can't think of anything else right now. All Christians are still Christians and God loves everyone. You don't need to have... It does not matter how God pulled you into the faith and into yeah. his arms. Like, you know, some <coughs> may have been saved from different things than others, but... At the end of the day, we're all still saved, and we're all still Christians, and we all still love the same God, and that same God loves all of us, so. Yeah. No matter what we do, He still loves us. I, I think it's amazing how your faith has grown. Like, since you were a kid to now, I mean, you've made it your own faith, and you're at the church that God wants you to be at. And yeah. Zori, your faith has grown since you became a Christian. Mm -hmm. 
even though it was much more recently than me, you you're you're growing just as much, if not more so. I've realized I've learned my authority I have over Satan and over darkness and yeah. every day it just gets stronger and more yeah. and fire and yeah. the more I'm in the word the more I feel Satan beneath my feet yeah it's not just words on a paper there's power behind it yeah when you're reading that word you are fighting a battle a spiritual battle that's why it's called and the sword like, my dreams will change if I'm in the Word or not. If I'm not in the Word, I will have visions of dreams of not being able to tell Satan off and him laughing at me. Because I'm, I'm not, if I'm not close with God. And when I am close with God, when I'm letting the Holy Spirit talk through me and live through me. and Well, the Holy Spirit's always within us mm-hmm. when we're Christian, but... When I'm allowing the Holy Spirit to take control, and when I'm in the Word, my dreams will be crushing Satan and principalities at, like, underneath my feet, treading on them, rebuking Satan, having power of the devil, not because of myself, because I, I know I cannot tell Satan to back off when I'm not close with God. It doesn't work when I'm not close with God. But when I am close with God, I'm winning those battles. Yeah. I have the full armor of God. And and we're not just saved from, from hell when we die. We're also saved. From every single world. day from the world. And every single hardship and things that just seem to always go wrong. God is always there saving you over and over again. There'll always be something to be saved from while we live while we live on on the earth. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing we have a God that loves us. I just feel like I feel like growing up in the faith and not not all. growing up in the faith is very different. It's very different experiences. And yeah, it's like we both made our faith our own in different ways. Yeah, because mm-hmm. different paths. I was never forced into like. I was never forced in it. I mean, people say, like, oh, Christians are so forceful. They're forcing it down your well, throat. And like, well. Some of them are. <laughs> sure. But that's not what I experienced. I came to Jesus on my own because of people praying for me, because of the seeds that were planted, because of the hardships and Satan attacking me and everything. It just all led up into me being saved. Yeah. But I was never, like, forced into being religious. I made, I was able to make my faith my own. Yeah. We both made our faith our own, just different ways. Yeah. We've said a lot more than Reagan and Chloe. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Reagan and Chloe. Mm-hmm. Get up. Yeah. Wake up. <laughs> yeah, Chloe. Stop farting around, Reagan and Chloe. <laughs> just wanting to play yak libs. Mm. That's okay. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> we had to record a whole new episode because of this. <laughs> no, okay. We were supposed to. We were meant to. Recorded, but yeah, because we got to talk a lot more about it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that was a good episode, guys. Talking about growing up the faith and versus not coming in later. Yeah, if you guys have any interesting stories or experiences about this, or about any episode, like, we would like to know. Yeah, so send it to our know. Instagram or our Twitter or our Reddit. Yeah. We like hearing about you got your guys, your guys' y'all yeah. experience. Y'all's experience. Y'all's experience. Y'all. So as well. As All of our socials are Riley and Winfrey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or the Riley and Winfrey show. Hit us up, join us, follow us, let us know what you guys think and if you guys have any other topics or ideas. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening. Try nacho corn nuts. (laughs) Woo! Barbecue ones are good, too, though. That's true. That's so random. I know. You were the one who brought it up. (laughs) Are you going to put what I said before in there? Yeah. Um, I know. Okay. Alright, I'll be cute.